Dr. Alan Leica here, and I'd like to welcome you to How to Live a Fantastic Life Show, where we will be discussing the important aspects of your life. We hope to inspire you to live the best life you can. Get out of your comfort zone and explore the awesome world around you. Break through your barriers. Take inspired action. Use the difficulties in your life to achieve the best version of you. Hi, this is Dr. Leica. Today, we've got a very, very special guest. Somebody that I've had quite a to-do with this week, mainly because we did a recording earlier in the week and the damn thing didn't record. And today, we've been dancing with the devil for about a half an hour getting back into these infernal equipment. Now, this show will teach you the techniques, methods, and mindset of having a fantastic life. And that's what I'm gonna to talk to Rich about. Because Rich should have been dead three times, and yet he defied the odds medically since birth, then through a severe fire accident, liver failure, and most recently a liver transplant in 2017. Rich has learned a great deal about how to defy the odds. Now, we, he and I share a lot in the story. Uh, those of you who know me know my story. I was diagnosed as having ALS in 2003. I was supposed to be dead. Uh, last time I checked, it's 2019. And now the COVID virus is trying to get me, but hasn't gotten me yet. So despite being bored with a horrible stutter, Rich has enjoyed careers as a professional sports broadcaster, a leadership coach, coach, a pastor, and now a keynote motivational speaker. Life is a great journey to trigger, as he is commonly known. He also hosts a YouTube channel, helping leaders improve their communication skills and abilities while traveling and speaking on how to defy the odds. Rich, welcome to my show. Well, thanks for having me back for a second and third time, I guess now. <laughs> well, it's been the second or third time today for Pete's sake. <laughs> it's good to be back on, Doctor. If you don't have a sense of humor, you might as well forget it. Rich, as we're talking, what's going on in the world? Well, the coronavirus is going on. People are hunkering down. And the big thing right now is all businesses, for the most part, are moving online. We're going to a virtual world of interaction, networking, relationships. And it's changing our country and our landscape of everything. And well, it also this coronavirus, also known as COVID nineteen, is just making havoc with everything. Yeah, I heard today. Today's memo is all people in California are sequestered to their houses. Right, and then yeah. in, and then in Florida, they're still on the beaches, so it makes no sense. Well, I understand spring break's going on, so kids have to go someplace, right? Well, yeah, but uh, yeah, it is, it is very crazy to see the extremes of the action of hide, hibernate, and some people are still out just living life to the fullest. So it, it is kind of the extreme, what should we really do right now? Well, I'm in Edmonton, Alberta. The pandemic hit last Wednesday. By Friday, we had 129 cases. Yesterday, we were up to 147, and we had our first death. Now, that death was a, from a community-acquired infection. We've had two big scares. 
One is a bunch of dentists were at a meeting in Vancouver and all dentists have shut their office as a result because a lot of people have been possibly affected by this. Right. Another scare has happened is a bunch of doctors were at a curling bond spiel and there's been several cases from that. So a lot of doctors are being uh, sequestered right now on 14 day self-isolation because of this. So the world has totally gone crazy in the last little bit. In 10 days, the economies of the world have gone to, from booming to zilch. Uh, they estimate 25% of Americans are unemployed. Another 25% are, are doing whatever, and maybe 10 to 15% are, have gotten it together and are online. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's, it's only exponentially going up right now. Everyone is moving online. Services like Zoom, like we're using right now, are going to be overtaxed. You have education all going online. You have political leaders all going on. You have talk shows like you and I both do going online. Education is going online. So everyone is moving to virtual relationships, but they keep their business, careers, and livelihood moving. Um, that's a whole new structural thing we've never had to face because we're used to brick and mortar, and you can't do brick and mortar right now. You need to move back, back to your living room, you know, back to your Rich, office. I'm, I'm a realist with all this. You know, I've almost died just like you have many times in my life. Uh, my first experience was death was when I was born. I was a home birth. Uh, I came too early. My mother cut the umbilical cord a little bit too tight and I could have bled to death then. Fortunately, the angel was on my shoulder and I'm still here today. I've had, I have, at the age of five, I became allergic to a lot of things. I have a massive allergy to fish and just touching it to my lips would it causes me to have anaphylaxis shock. So, you know, and once I was in Kauai with my dear wife, we were at the most amazing restaurant and we did tell the cook, you know, we can't have fish of any sort. You know, we can't have anything else. They served us a, a soup. They forgot there was fish in the soup and the fish broth. So I almost died that night. Another day I was at a restaurant, we were at a smorg. My wife was my tester. She gave me a little bit. She, I said, taste the soup. Do you think it's, it's uh, fish? No, I tasted it. I almost died. I, uh, again, a good friend of mine uh, was serving a nice cheese ball one night, except he hid some salmon in it. Now, salmon for me is deadly. Mm. And so it almost killed me too. So I only jokingly say only my friends try to kill me. You know, yeah. and, and that was the time of a pandemic, for God's sake. Rich, how scared should we be of this? Well, that's what we're trying to figure out. I think right now there's an unnatural fear. I think there's the reactionary fear right now versus the cautionary fear of, like, don't touch that oven, Johnny, because it's hot. I, I, I think we should use cautionary fear, but right now the fear is rampant. There's rumors, there's, there's uh, just a lot of negativity out there. Um, you and I both defy the odds. We both teach people how to defy the odds. I think a lot of it's mental first. Mentally, we have to tell people to slow down, take a breath, 
and look at the real landscape, not at the landscape that the media is telling us and everybody else. There's just too much confusion right now. And I think people have to pump their brakes, be cautionary, but not flipped out. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm a realist as well. You know, I, I, in the time of Martin Luther, back in the, in the very, very bad part of our life there, guess what happened? Uh, Martin Luther was dealing with the plague. Yes. And he was told that he and his wife should leave. He said, no, if God wants to take me, it's not me. It's not my fault. He wants right. me up there. And maybe it's my time to go. And he lived through the plague. His wife lived through the plague. And it really wasn't his time. And my thing about this is to be realistic. Yes, you need to take all precautions. You need to wash your hands whenever you get into a house. And I would suggest washing them every day, every hour. And if you get a bit of eczema, put a little bit of hand cream on. You know, I'm not practicing medicine. I'm practicing common sense. Okay, I'm retired for medicine. Other thing I think people need to do is keep their immune systems up. I think they got to fight this thing off. A long time ago, a good friend of mine, Haynes Eli, one of the brightest dermatologists in the world, told me, take NAC when you're traveling. NAC, 600 milligram pill, take two, three times a day, and that'll fight off most infections. Very wise advice. When I travel, I take NAC, it's been fine. Guess what I'm on right now? NAC. That's my personal advice uh, from a person talking, not a doctor talking, but I think it's worthwhile. If you can find something that's going to work, now I would suggest you check with your doctor first because all the medications have side effects. And Richard, you're on a slew of medications because you had a liver transplant, so I would make sure that it's copacetic that everything else you're on. Well, and speaking of that for a second, doctor, anyone with the faulty immune system no matter your age, gets raised to the higher threat level right now. So me with a transplanted liver, I am on only one medicine. I started out with 14 three times a day. I'm only on tacolimus, which is the anti-rejection drug. So, but I need to still take that twice a day to make sure I'm in good shape and do all the other steps you mentioned. That's what people need to do right now. They need to make sure they have the medicines, make sure they have what they need for provisions. And you're, you're right. We need to be realists and take care of business the best we can. When we lose our head, that's when we forget the medicine. We, we forget the natural steps. Um, but you can't lose your routine of life. I have to take this medicine for the rest of my life forever. So I must take it. And I'm at high risk even with it. But that's my best protection I have right now besides washing hands, staying with limited contact, um, and having people ask me. The accountability is really important right now. Have people ask me, did you take it? How are you doing? Checking in on people like myself is really important right now. You cannot do this alone. Well, no, and, and you know, you're talking to me. I'm talking to you. We're, we're social isolating, sort of, but we're communicating, and we really have it going. You know, I believe that you should minimize contact. I don't think you should go out in big crowds. But if you have one or two close friends and you stay a reasonable distance from them, Yes. Uh, and you know they're not infected. Now, I think you're probably okay, you know. Uh, the problem with this virus, it may be transmitted before you know, you know. That may be the problem. But again, yep. if you're keeping your distance, washing your hands, keeping down this risk with it, uh, you probably are okay. Uh, it's interesting that this virus is so contagious and causes so many problems. 
but you know as a doctor i don't think i'm invisible you know but at the same time i think people should be realistic about this minimize social contact yeah i i think a lot of stuff comes from group settings a lot of stuff comes from big uh, meetings and stuff like that. I think this would not be the time for big meetings. It wouldn't be time for big activities. Uh, I think it's time to keep a little bit isolated. And, you know, uh, one of my friends sent me in France, they have been treating this with a couple of interesting medications. Chloroquine, which is a medication to help fight malaria, and a medication called azithromycin, which is a type of erythromycin. And those today, two together, have decreased the virus in a person's body from high to zero in five days. Well, and see, that's where I think right now we're going to learn a lot. Uh, yeah, we're in the middle of the pandemic right now. Uh, we don't have all the information, but I think through this, we're going to learn a lot of things. In fact, I just did a whole um, talk video chat on, I, I think, the innovation. Uh, if you look through history, every crisis has brought about new innovation. I think through this crisis, we're going to have new innovators, new dreams, new ideas come out on the backside of this. So I encourage people to use this time to their advantage. Don't panic. Don't lock yourself down. Don't just do nothing. Use this for your wild, crazy ideas, because I think we are going to have new medicines. Uh, the other thing I've come across, Rich, is very fascinating. I belong to a group that of business people uh, called Synergy, which has some very fascinating people. And I'm the president of the group, is associated with a company that makes a chemical that puts a film on things. It's like almost like a watery-based film that has activity for coronavirus and it stays on that place for 10 days. See, now, that's I wonder how that would about. destroy, you know, every day when I come to my office here, my girl wipes my desk down with the stuff. When I go to a restaurant and stuff, my... We use that. I the restaurant I'm going to at lunch today with a couple of business people that I'm going to talk to. It's all been wiped down. I gave him the chemical a couple of days ago, so he's implemented this. I call it magic bug juice for any better word. Yeah, but it's a COVID-free juice because he's wiped everything down. So unless the people that I'm sitting with are infected, I think I'm probably pretty safe. You know, well, and that's where we have to share information like that. We have to share the things we're losing. We're kind of learning about it. People in your profession are learning so much so rapidly. Um, but we can't jump through everything right away. We have to know it's been tested and proven. But those are the things we need to hear. We need to hear the new innovative ideas that there are ways to get around it. Well, either you're a believer in science or you're not. Either you believe in the dark ages or the age of enlightenment. <laughs> I think I know where you're coming from, right? Yeah, no. We have to use science, our heads. We have to use our hearts. Sometimes we know on our heart, danger. We should listen to that as much as we listen to the science and the medicine. And that's where I think it's the balance information. We must balance all this right now. Uh, and your decision for what's safe for you is not going to be the same for me. If that's one thing we need to communicate. I can't take the same risks as a healthy 50-year-old because I don't have that same ability. So we have to understand what's best for us and work through it but keep learning all these new things that you're putting out there right now, doctor. Now let me get into something here. You've been through a lot. What's been your greatest struggle? My greatest struggle has been my self-image early on because of my stutter. Uh, my deaf ear is uh, shot. I don't have any hearing since birth. I have bad eyes. Uh, I was born with CMV. 
That's where I almost died at birth. Um, I was one of the few children ever documented in 1965 of living through it. So I grew up with a lot of disabilities, but I never saw them as disabilities because I didn't know any better. Uh, but my stutter with all that made me kind of that geeky, awkward kid. And my self-image was very worn down. Um, actually, a girlfriend helped me get over it one day by teasing me about my stuttering because I couldn't ask her out on a date. And she actually encouraged me to just be me, learn to relax, and embrace who I was for what I was. That completely changed my attitude on life in so many ways, and I still embrace that today. Um, this is who I am. This is who I'm comfortable with. And now I make my living as a public speaker, and everyone laughs. Everyone's in shock when they hear that I stutter. Uh, I've just learned t tips and tricks on uh, how to get around got it. it. I, I mentioned the last time, which fortunately is not there, uh, a movie called The King's Speech. I finally yeah. remember the name of it. I can't remember which king it was, but he had to give a very important speech uh, at the time of the war, and he had to say it fluidly. Yes. So the King's Speech is something everybody should have a peek at, especially if they have some limitations and so on. It shows how you can overcome limitations. Well, also we talked about last time how it's not that we're dummy. Back in my day growing up, there was the assumption, since you can't speak, you must be dumb up here. Rather, I'm highly intelligent. My brain and my mouth don't run at the same speed. And I had to learn how to control that speed to get out the information so stutters are not dumb. We just need to figure out how to work with what we have. And there's many well-known stutters, Julia Roberts, her brother, George Clooney, uh, Shaquille O'Neal. And you would never know, for the most part, these people stutter and struggle with it. Well, learned I tell you, it. There's always something in life you have to overcome. You decide yeah. yourself whether you're going to be the victim or the victor. And it's right. not what happens to you, it's what you do with what happens. And, and, and I think it's very true right now with this whole virus. We can all be victims, or we can all stand up and find a way to push through this, defy the odds, uh, and do this together. I, I think we're better together right now by sharing ideas. Well, I notice you're not watching Netflix right now and not just doing nothing. How busy have you been since this virus has been on? Actually, I've been extremely busy because of the online networking and the connections I already have. Um, I'm, I'm doing chats like this to coach people up, to empower people, just like you're doing. Um, so even though I'm not in the big room platform right now speaking to 100 people or 200, I'm doing this virtually so people can be helped. So I have not slowed down my career. I'm just turning it to a different direction to help people through it. So I'm using my same skills to help people out this way. Well, you know, and, and as I said, you've been a public speaker. I'm sure all your gigs have dried up. I'm trying to launch yeah. a career in public speaking right now. What a time to do it. But guess what I'm doing to keep me busy? I'm writing a book. And right. the book we edited with my editor up to chapter nine yesterday. It's got 13 chapters. I'm aiming for a launch for April 26th, okay? Why, shit, I think I can turn it into a bestseller. And if anybody's out there, they can please buy two copies of it, one for themselves and one for their mother or one for some mother in their life. We hope to get it to you by Mother's Day. What I would like to see is, is not copies sold so we could say, you know, we fought the pandemic together. I know the secrets of living a fantastic life. You should too. You should know them. 
and I'd love to do that with you. It's written with my co-author, Harriet Tinka. Harriet's a beautiful black lady who unfortunately was stabbed and left for dead when she was in uh, university. Uh, she's got a story even more dramatic than mine. But the important thing is we didn't turn into victims. We overcame that victim mentality and overcome it. That's why I love people like Rich. You know, he, he's like a brother to me, a brother in a cause, uh, comrades in arms, so to speak. We fought those common battles, even though they were different battles. This is what people have to realize. It's not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens. No, and that's exactly it. Uh, there's a lot of mental uh, fighting that goes on in people like ourselves. So we have to decide that we're going to fight it. Someone once in an interview asked me, you're, you're, you're like the guy in the boxer ring. You keep getting knocked down and you keep getting back up. What helps you do that? I tell them it's my attitude, it's my faith, and it's just that willpower of I believe there's still a way to get around it. Well, so, I tell you, this week I had to spend one day with Simon and Garfunkel listening to the boxer a couple of times because I felt like I was getting knocked down all the time. That's exactly I'm sure it. you've got a routine when you're getting knocked down, Rich, that you tried to get through. To me, Simon and Garfunkel helps a lot with the boxer. But oh, yeah, no. Yeah, that, and that, a great book that you might have liked, too doing things to motivate you. <laughs> well, and I've, I've, I've been working on my book for 10 years. Uh, and I've told people during this pandemic, when you're inside, write your book. 80% of people have a book within them, the studies say. 3% ever get it written. Here's your chance, folks. Go write your yeah, book. Get it done. Get it done. Now, the hardest part is not writing the book. Writing the book's easy. Putting words on paper are easy. It's rewriting it. Yeah. Getting it out there and selling it. So... If you're still writing it, Rich, you got to get it out there. Get it to a good editor. Work with that editor and get it dancing. I'm, I'm being pushed by you and many other people to get this book done. The Defy the Odds okay, book. Okay, so we're just done. about at our end here, believe it or not. It's been a half an hour, so I want people to know how to get in touch with you. Yeah, I'd be happy to give a 30-minute free consultation to help people out with Defying the Odds in life, leadership, public speaking. Uh, also, I do coaching for people that do this whole video type stuff, um, helping people better uh, brand themselves, prepare themselves. You can contact me at rich at richbontrager.net or richbontrager.net is the actual main website. Uh, you can find me, just Google Rich Trigger Bontrager. I will show up very easily and I would happy, uh, be happy to set up that 30-minute free consultation for you. You know, Rich, I, I thank you so much for another delightful interview. I learned a lot from you the other day, but guess what? I even learned more from you today. It, it's, but you notice how we didn't little, let a little problem with the internet defeat us? No. There's always a way to overcome. There's always and, a way to try, try you know, again. There are speed bumps. I've yep. been on three calls today. The first one wouldn't record properly, so we did it as an audio call. Second one, it wouldn't let me back into this call, so I had to get her to use her Zoom line for us to do it. So we did it on my cell phone with it, and it worked beautifully. She sent me the links, and it's another golden one. Now you, it was like pulling teeth to get on, but again, the joy that I get out of this overcomes a little bit of hardships. Yeah. Anything worth doing is worth doing, no matter what the battles are. So just encourage people like you are.
to keep going, to keep trying. Uh, and again, with this pandemic, we're not done. We are only going to have new, exciting things come out of it. Uh, and I believe some great, amazing things will come. We just have to work at it. It's just going to be you a little know, bit different. I think life is a fantastic thing, and I, I celebrate life every day. You know, the only way you can do that is nearly dying many times, and that certainly makes you experience life that much better. Uh, every day is a gift. So if you would like to know the secrets of living a fantastic life, go to fantasticlifebook.com. Please buy my book from that link. If you buy it from that link, I'll give you free shipping, and we will get it to you by Mother's Day if you buy it now. And please buy two copies if it's in your power to do so, because we would like as many people to have the secrets of having a fantastic life. Thinking of this as the COVID process, I think you'll have amazing times as a result of it. Well, best of luck with the book. And again, everyone hit that click, go for it. And uh, again, there's a lot of new resources coming out. I encourage people to take advantage of the you new know, when out. we look back, this is going to be another blip on the radar screen. Yes. We'll say, boy, 2020 was the year we overreacted like crazy. <laughs> well, you know, I think in, in our sane minds, we should protect ourselves, you know, yep. but I think going overboard is just as bad as being underboard so remember the careful walk a careful line between being crazy and being sane is very important yes it is well thanks for having me on today i really appreciate it and god bless and everyone be safe whatever you hey, well we'll talk again sometime my friend all right thank you doctor bye now You've been listening to How to Live a Fantastic Life. Be sure and pick up a copy of Dr. Laika's book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, on Amazon.com. And you'll want to subscribe right here on this page so you don't miss a single episode. Have a fantastic day. Fantastic.